the Super Swag Podcast. We only have one really important question throughout this entire podcast. It's closer to the end. Yeah, it's. Yeah. Uh, but we we talk about our aspirations and our, aspirations. our plans for uh, when we make it big, and then we have a really big question at the end. And uh, it's really the question of life. Yeah, it it, it really is more than you know. Do women? We, do this we, is the biggest mystery of the world. <laughs> do we drop it here? or Do we make them wait? I mean, we can drop it here because it makes them more enticed to see you. Like, yeah. why? <laughs> yeah. See why? Say it. Do a tree come? Do a tree come? Do a tree? Come. We really don't know for <laughs> sure. It, it, it's what it's one of the great philosophical questions of life. <laughs> yeah. Do a tree come? <laughs> so please I'm enjoy and let us know. Do a tree come. literally been six years since i've had a cigarette that's crazy it fucking flew by i've almost been quit as long as i smoked dang we need to get prop cigarettes like the ones they use in movies that actually light up and shit you can buy those i've seen them but they're are they not tobacco or are they just no it's just like vapor or some shit it's just like it's not even nothing it's not but they don't burn down i don't know i don't know the specifics but i, I know like, honestly if you made me fucking smoke something on screen and it didn't actually like look like a cigarette i just say hey get me a pack of cigarettes and i'll give myself lung cancer no it's the it's the way i would rather go i want it to look real you don't want something that just stays at the same fucking cherry well, the here's whole time. the thing you show you lighten it up and then you never see it again like you take one hit of it and then you got a frame and then you just see the smoke maybe yeah. I'd have to see how the execution would yeah. go first. Because I know they use them in a lot of movies, but there's certain actors that actually smoke that do. Yeah. Like Joaquin actually smokes. Yeah. So And then I know that like for movies like uh Grandma's Boy, they yeah. force you to use fake weed, but you ha- you are still supposed to smoke it on screen. Um but I, I remember listening to uh what's his name? Uh Nick Swartzen. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, he's talking on one of his specials about while they were making the movie, and he says the dude who plays Dante, whose name is Dante in real life, yeah. he switched the fake weed out for real weed. And he said by the, like, 14th take, he's like, I can't do it anymore, man. It's fucking rough. That's fucking crazy. Yeah. It is crazy I, how many rules there are with that. Especially, yeah, like, who's going to actually know whether or not the shit you're using is real? Yeah, and what do they do for... Like, he actually got fucking drunk for that oh, scene. Oh, yeah. And actually, like, cut his head open and shit. Yeah. Well, but, that was the same scene he had a heart attack in, wasn't it? Yeah. Like, a legit that movie heart attack. Was, the making of that movie is... I mean, the movie is really good, yeah. but the making of it's, like, almost more interesting than the movie. Right. The Heart of Darkness or whatever it's yeah. called. Yeah. I haven't watched it yet, but I want to. I watched the movie it, not too long ago. What is it on? Is it, It's not on HBO. I don't is think so. They have uh, the uh, Apocalypse Now Redux, which is an extended version. They have it mm-hmm. on Netflix. That's and then, where I watched it. So I'm pretty sure that Heart of Darkness was actually filmed by his wife okay. while he was directing. And she would basically film any time that Francis Ford Coppola was like having a breakdown during shooting and all the shit that was going on behind the scenes and the stuff. Like, he, like there's literally a point during Heart of Darkness where he looks at his like all of his crew and says, if he dies from this heart attack everyone shuts the fuck up and doesn't say anything to tabloids until after the film is done oh, fuck. 
because they knew that if it got out that he died, they wouldn't be allowed to finish the film. Yeah. That's so, wild. Like, the 70s were a different time. Yeah. Like, none of that shit would fly now, obviously. No. But, um, well, not only because of the fact that it would take two minutes to find out that he died. Yeah. It's just immoral. Yeah. In general, like, especially, oh, yeah. I get her name. Um, I her she, name. I think, broke her back or something like that. Because one of the guys who were, like, who was, like, pushing her around, like, went too hard or something like that. Oof. But and the shit was like, and then uh, Linda Blair fractured her back or some shit. The little girl. Yeah. yeah. When she was doing the scene where she's like going up back and forth mm-hmm. on the bed because um she was hooked to some device that like pulled her oh. and it pulled her to her and it fractured her back. So yeah, like shit was different back then. Right. Fucking wild. And there was something else from oh and Marlon Brando in uh, Apocalypse Now. He wasn't supposed to be bald like that, and he wasn't supposed to be fat like that. He just showed up like that. <clears throat> but it worked <laughs> he was notorious for doing shit like that though yeah like not memorizing his lines and stuff and like literally hiding cue cards around the set for when he yeah. knew he had to hit his beats and have them right in place but shit came out how it was supposed to it did it's wild he, he's one of those like very like elusive like kind of mysterious actors oh yeah um <laughs> this is really random and off topic and people are gonna be like you're fucking like full of shit but there was interviews that came out with uh richard pryor's wife oh and a bunch of people were asking because they heard a rumor that richard pryor and marlon brando fucked what (laughs) i never heard that yeah and uh she confirmed it wow and basically said that there may have even been a three-way wow between the three of them so it's like she got trained (laughs) <laughs> by her husband and Marlon Brando, and then they had their own fun. That's wild. Right. Who do you think fucked who, or did they both fuck each other? The word around Hollywood is that Marlon Brando could get anybody to do anything. So I'm assuming he was uh, the pitcher. He's one of those, like like you said, like mysterious fucking guys. Yeah. Like, I think, like, there's not very many actors that are like that nowadays. No. I think, well, like, one of the last ones, probably River Phoenix. River Phoenix is kind of mysterious and kind of like one of those like to himself kind of like yeah like a you know Kurt Cobain is like kind of like elusive oh, yeah. like that kind of vibe yeah like I don't even know an actor today that's like that. other than the Joaquin it's maybe it's not the best example but like I don't think he's acted in anything in forever but Chris Crispin Glover used to be kind of like that he was fucking wacky uh never had the same kind of career as those two I thought of Johnny Depp in the same light as like River Phoenix for a long time, but his like public persona quickly killed that. Yeah, um, he's definitely more accessible. Yeah, there's no one barring Joaquin now that does have like that kind of presence. That's it, really. Because yeah. um, you don't find a whole lot of uh, celebrity. Like you will constantly find celebrities who are sick of like. The microphones in their face and shit like that. But I don't know. It's different because it's not like Kanye, the way he always breaks down or even uh, when uh, what's his fucking name? Uh, 21 Jump Street, super bad. Jonah Hill. Oh, <laughs> when he went off on that paparazzi dude that one time oh, yeah. <laughs> he said some obscene shit. Yeah. Uh, I'm not going to repeat it. I'm not having that word on this podcast two weeks in a <laughs> row. Um, but 
I don't know. Like, I, I, off the top of my head, I cannot think of a single person yeah. that has that now. Because there's, like, all these actors are, like, wanting to be seen more and more. Mm-hmm. Like, the, like it's hard to find an actor, like, even today, like, the Met Gala is going on. Like, mm-hmm. it's hard to find an actor who wouldn't go to that. If I was in that position, I wouldn't go to it. What about... Mainly to be different. What about Triple D? Triple D. Danny Lewis? I guess he's kind of like that. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's... Young actors. Still looks like an accessible, like, friendly guy. I watched an interview with him for the Batman. It was him, Robert Pattinson, and uh, Colin Farrell. And I guess the interviewer hadn't asked Paul Dano any questions. And he just kept going back and forth between Colin Farrell and uh, Robert Pattinson. And so he's like, all right, well, they're telling me I got to wrap it up. So he's like, so I got one more question for you, Colin Farrell. So he asks the question. And when Colin Farrell's supposed to start, he just starts talking over him and telling him like, he's like, yeah, you know, to get into it, I really had to play off of uh, uh, Rob and his role and all this shit. And he's like, dude, I'm not fucking talking to you. And he just keeps going and going. I'm like, this is beautiful. Oh, my God. It was great. Yeah, it's... um. Yeah, I think it'd be kind of cool. Like, I don't know how you would act, like, if you, if you were on that level. I know I, I would try to be, like, I'd want some attention, obviously, because that'd be kind of cool. But at the same time, I'd try to be, like, as low-key as possible. Yeah. If I could avoid press at any, uh, as much as possible, I would. Yeah, I'd want to add, like, an air of, like, mystery about me. Not Honestly, not even that. I just, I would want to sort of have my <laughs> own life still like yeah press junkets and stuff are one thing which everyone has to do but like like a met gala or shit like that i wouldn't be going out to doing like yeah. big events like that because i think we probably in, wouldn't even show up to the fucking oscars i'd do some weird shit like if i wanted to war i'd send some like random ass fucking weirdo to get accepted right. for me <laughs> give like, a weird ass peach just have your cousin who's a fucking nobody go yeah. up and pull it for you give some like subliminal type of fucking speech <laughs> i mean that shit would be fun yeah. but that would take a lot of planning it would and i think we've been in like normal life for so long that if we do get to that point we'd be so used to this that we'd be like yeah keep doing this right i don't know i'd probably act a fool at first a little bit i i mean dude i mean it's natural i, I honestly don't think i would i get a chain i get a grill I, I wouldn't. I would. You got to get one chain at I, least. I'd get a fur coat. Yeah. That'd be about it. <laughs> I'd be like, ah, this is getting a little bit pricey. <laughs> They'd be fucking bald. I just don't... I, I don't mind the idea of like one thing. Like one big thing that's yeah. somewhat pricey. That's but what like, I want, a chain. I don't want <coughs> to do what like fucking Mayweather does where every time he fights, he goes and buys like a $100,000 Rolex before each fight <sighs> for no fucking reason. Yeah, no. Like it's stupid. It's just wasteful. Yeah. How many of those watches does he wear consistently? Yeah. I'll tell you the, the, the things I would buy for sure. I'd buy a shit ton of like vintage football memorabilia. Okay. Um, I'd buy cars because I like cars and music equipment and a chain. I'd probably buy three cars. Brand new. Okay. Off the lot. That way See, everything's warranted and everything. I'm buying a bunch of vintage cars because that's like well, what I'm in. I'm used to that shit. See, that, that, that's one thing. I'm, yeah. I'm saying just for like function. Okay. And then I'm going to have one car kitted out to look like the batmobile <laughs> oh yeah and then i'd get a replica of robert panson's batmobile exactly and then other than that if i were to go anything classic while i do love classic muscle cars yeah i would just go for an el camino okay. i've wanted an el camino since i was a little fucking kid yeah that's the one thing i would like fucking shell out money to get completely renovated and just the best of the best shit in it uh yeah. other than that jewelry probably nothing 
I would probably invest in some comic book stuff. You look like a ring guy to me. Like, if we got famous or when we get famous, I can see you wearing rings. I would... No. <laughs> I hate you rings. You just look like a ring the, guy to me. This is the only ring I wear. Yeah. And it is because it's a symbol of something. It's not... I can't do that many rings. Bracelets? Think, I could do a bracelet, okay. but that also would have to have meaning. Okay. Like... It's also much more like Viking related than it is like, hey, I want to wear a bracelet. It's, I don't like too many things on me. I can't wear a watch for too long. Yeah. It drives me insane. And I forget to put it back on the next day because I took it off the night before. Yeah. Because you got to shower and shit. Um, shower and shit. Yeah. I, I, I meant to say it as fast as I did. So it didn't <laughs> sound like there was a comma. So it wasn't two of them. Um, but like, uh, other than that, dude, I really don't know what I'd spend money on like as long as I'm taken care of, my family's taken care of, I would try to keep as low profile as possible. Yeah, I'm not going normal. out to buy a huge ass mansion either. Yeah, no. I'm buying a pretty decent sized house. Yeah. I do want, I think it'd be kind of sweet to buy like a pretty good sized house, manageable like on your own without having like some maid or some shit. Right. Um, have like some land and I'd fucking get a full size football field on that. Oh, dish. dude. Honestly, as much as I hate Alamosa, the amount of land that's available out yeah. there that would be perfect for something like that, it's an. $15,000 for 20 acres. That's wild. Yeah. It's fucking nuts. You can't find that anywhere. I mean, no. there's nothing out there, yeah. but time. That's what I do for sure. I put a fucking full-size football field, a basketball court, and maybe like a little skate park. Fuck yeah, dude. That's what I would do. That'd be the shit. Yeah. And honestly, at that point, that'd be like my place I'd disappear to when I wouldn't be filming and stuff and be able to be perfectly content hide in my computer room and write new movies. Yeah. Shit like that. Like, I, it wouldn't be... Like, you have to have... You'd have to have, like, a, a nice, like, right, like, a room dedicated to that. Oh, yeah. Like, like... With, like Quartered off from the rest of the family. <laughs> yeah, like, like a, a legit editing bay and shit oh, like yeah. that, too. Because nope. I'd want to do our own shit like that. I think I would set up... This might sound somewhat pretentious. If I could afford it, and we were in this situation, I would set up an entire movie theater. Like... Oh, its own building on my property. <laughs> like an IMAX size theater? Like, yeah, legit. Yeah. That way, when I do finish something, I can bring my family and friends to view it first. But not only that, in the back behind the projector and shit, you have your editing bay, you have your computer room where you do all of your writing and all of your setting up shit. Like, that's that's my studio. And then everyone, I get to bring everyone in to watch what I've been watching on. Like, the way Zack Snyder does, basically. Yeah, you'd have to, like, go the IMAX like size the size of the museum IMAX like that theater because mm-hmm. that's the biggest IMAX theater in Colorado that'd be fucking cool yeah that'd be amazing that'd be sweet but I don't know what the upkeep on something like that would be you don't know um but I, I think like genuinely I think that would be the one thing I'd actually get excited to do and I'd throw giant fucking parties for like my own personal viewings yeah like that would be exciting to me like make it boy mansion parties that, that they showed in uh once upon a time yeah like that shit would be dope you fucking fire now insane. are you are you living strictly in colorado or are you going out because for me i'd live outside of colorado for the winter and i'd come back and like in the spring and summer so i think uh that would probably be what i would do most of the time yeah um it's something I would have to figure out a little bit more because no matter what, you're going to have to work around shooting schedules and yeah. you're during that you're gone usually like three months at a time. Yeah. So if I had my way in Colorado full time, okay. I'd, I'd have vacation homes to escape to here and there. Like, yeah. Like two. Yeah. Like one in 
I'd have one in Vegas just to do it. That's because you like the Raiders, though. Yeah. It has nothing to do with anything That'd else. Sweet. <laughs> uh, that night, I can't. I don't like gambling. Like, I genuinely do not like gambling. I do the machines. I like the machines. I lose my money so fast, it's not even fun for me. Yeah. I just, I have no, I'll, I'm perfectly fine with putting 20 bucks and playing a game of Texas Hold'em in my grandparents' garage with like 40 people. Not a problem. That's fun. I don't like the idea of playing craps or blackjack or anything like that anymore because I lose money so fast where I'm like, it. it's not even enjoying to be like, ooh, we're going up to Blackhawk because I fucking know exactly what's going to happen by the time I leave. Yeah, and it's like I, I hear the stories of the guy, like guys who go up there and be like, yeah, you spent 20 bucks and I won like $3,000 out of it. Right. Like, how? Yeah. <laughs> it's fucking asinine. I'm like, I wish it could happen to me once so I could actually be excited to come back. Yeah. I only go to Vegas or to Blackhawk for my wife because she, it's something that her family always grew up doing. So I'm like, oh, I'll do it and have fun with you, whatever. Like, but as soon as I run out of my money, I'm just going to chill. Yeah. Like maybe at the bar or something. And yeah. And I like going to Vegas just for like the sites too, not even necessarily just gambling. Yeah. There's, Cause there's a lot of shit you can do in Vegas. Other well, than dude, that. Like I've been to Vegas, but I've never been clubbing. It's also not something I desire to do. I don't yeah. have like a, when I party, I don't like partying in big crowds. It yeah. just makes me anxious because mm-hmm. I've been to one or two in the past that were big parties with people that I had no fucking clue who they were and almost instantly fights break out. Yeah. And it's just, it's not something I'm for. If I'm partying, I like to party with people I know that I know how they act and I know what their triggers are to where I'm like, Hey, if I can at any point, I'm going to make sure these things are avoided because it's just easier to get through life like that. I've yeah. Every party I've ever thrown at my house, I've never had conflict. Yeah. Whereas, like, I would go to parties at like my uncle three minutes every fucking time. I avoid them at all costs. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but I think it'd be cool to eventually like have all that shit. Yeah. No, it'd, it'd be Sweet. a blast. Like, yeah. it would be a culture shock just <coughs> with the difference of like availability of everything that you would have. Yeah. So you wouldn't live in the Hollywood Hills? Say like a house next to Kevin Smith was for sale and you had the means to do it. I got to say no. Really? No. I just... Really? I hate California. <laughs> like genuinely. Yeah. Cannot... I have other reasons than just the fact that it's California. Yeah. But I just... I don't know. I've never... It's fun to go for a couple days and other than that, I don't want to be there. I've never I hate been. the traffic. It's a fucking nightmare. Yeah. Like it's the one of my least favorite things, that and uh, no, I'll keep that to myself. Okay. Um. I yeah and yeah yeah I know I know. Maybe, uh, I mm, think so. Mm, maybe no. I don't think you do. Does never mind. Say it. No. Say it. Does it have to do with uh, San Francisco? No, it has nothing to do with San Francisco. You know what I'm trying to say. You're saying I don't like gay people. That's <laughs> yeah. not what it is at all. <laughs> Um, no, it's, uh, family related. Oh, okay. okay. So, well, that's where I'd get a vacation home and go away too. I'd be more likely to go Florida or out of country. Okay. And not because of Florida politics. I just, I like the weather more. Actually, I'd probably go to Alabama, but that is going to be another thing that you fucking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'd have one in California. I'd have one in Vegas. Um, I'd have one and I'd like to go have one in Ireland. I think that'd be kind of cool. That's out of left yeah. field for you. I didn't expect that from you. That one, yeah. <laughs> that one I expected before Ireland. I love Ireland. Though. I step foot off the plane, I automatically just start speaking in Japanese. 
<laughs> it's fucking uh-huh. wild. But yeah, man, the, the, the possibilities are endless if you're in that kind of like life, life which yeah. I think we will get. No, I think we I might agree. be late bloomers, but that's fine. I don't give a fuck at this point. I I don't. I either. just want it. I'm happy at my pace. I mean, we're still only 27, going. so it's not like we're yeah. fucking old. So honestly, I mean, you're gonna fucking roll your eyes. There's only one MGK song oh. that I like. Well, I can't even fault you for that because, like I said, I used to worship MGK in high school. I, I, so that there are so his old rap shit. Yeah, I liked most of that. Yeah, when he started leaning towards more poppy stuff, there's only one song I can really like pick out and be like, I enjoyed that one, and it fucking terrifies me because of my current 27. Like, make something of my sleep. I my biggest fear was always like dying too young with no recognition. Yeah. I mean, I think it'd be worse to die young with recognition because there's so much potential there that we've seen wasted how many times now? Yeah. Like, Mac Miller was 28. Something like that, yeah. Uh, Jim Morrison. River Phoenix was 23. I didn't realize he was actually that young. Fuck, I thought he was a little bit And Joaquin was 19. He's the one who made the 911 call Mm -hmm. shit. I remember listening. That's fucking rough. Uh, And then you got uh, Janis Joplin. You got Kurt Cobain. You got... Jimi Hendrix, like it's people. and you got the people who the celebrities that got killed by their fans too that were young, Ooh. like that Christina Grimmie was only like twenty one or some shit. That one, the attempt on Bjork's life. On Bjork, uh, there's this actress from the this eighties show. I forget her name. I think it was Rebecca something, but she was only like twenty or twenty one too. And this fan came to her door, front door, and like started off like a normal person and just shot her in the chest. See, and I think. <laughs> It's not always this way, but I think women usually have it worse in that case. Yeah, because guys are fucking creeps. Like, yeah. Well, uh, it, it's a lot harder to find, not that they don't exist, but it's harder to find women that will go to the same lengths that men will to be fucking insane. Yeah, like in misery. Yeah. <laughs> One of uh, quite a few examples, actually. But yeah. yeah, like it's. Men, not only are they more usually physically capable of doing so, and they're more likely to become incels. Oh, 100%. Which is crazy. Yes. I, I don't know. There, 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 There's a lot to unwrap with that, but it's just, there's, I, I wouldn't feel as worried if I were to live in an open spot, but like I know last year, was it last year or the year before, um, WWE wrestler, uh, I can't remember her name, uh, Sonya Deville. She went it's a wild name. Yeah, I know. I don't think it's a real name, obviously. Yeah. But so she went to her home to like her and her friend just showed up at her house and then found this dude oh, who had been, told me this. Yeah, yeah. It's fucking nuts. Just in her house waiting for her to come home so he could kill her Why? and like kidnap her or whatever. Like she was extremely fucking lucky. A, she had someone with her. And that as soon as she noticed something, she fucking booked and called the cops. Like, and this dude had been stalking her on publicly on like Facebook and Twitter for months. Yeah. But no one takes that shit seriously until it actually happens. And that's kind of shitty how like it has to be like that. Yeah. Like I don't get it. I, I don't get it either, but it's one of those things that like no matter what point in history you look at, there's always been sick people that do shit like that. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's Unfortunately. just it's rough. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. No. No good. So getting back to like making movies and shit. <coughs> Fuck me. <coughs> <laughs> you right there? Yeah. 
So obviously we're gonna make movies together, obviously. Correct. Even when we hit the big leagues. Yeah, boy, uh, we're gonna be like Lord and Miller. Yeah, and I'm sure there's stuff you'd want to do like solo and oh, yeah. vice versa and shit like that. But or you you think we'd be like the kind of people that make like one movie like every two years to kind of like be quality over quantity and like to like really hit people over the head, or are we going like boom, 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 boom? Um. I would prefer quality over quantity. Yeah. Uh, the only problem with that is as long as it pays. Obviously, like, I'd yeah. love... And honestly, it may have to be pump whatever you can out first the way that... Uh, can't think of his name off the top of my head. <sighs> Guardians of the Galaxy, the Suicide Squad. James Gunn. James Gunn did before he got a career. Yeah. And then you got the other people like... Like, I'd like to model my career trajectory trajectory after, like, Ari Aster and, like, Robert Eggers, where they have a movie, like, every, like, two years or so. And I'd love that, because that's the perfect amount of time for a Yeah, and, like, you build suspense for it, and people want to see, like, something like that. Or even Jordan Peele. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Because he's only in his third movie. Well, like, I mean, honestly, if you look at the biggest problems that a lot of these directors have, look at Michael Bay. And how often he was pushing shit out that was just subpar at best. Saturation. Yeah. And that's why Ambulance didn't do fucking good at all. And even then, he's taking some time off. And honestly, yeah. it's not that Ambulance probably wasn't a good movie. It's that he's, people are tired of seeing anything with his fucking name on it. Yeah, because he's built that reputation. Even though he's taking a break, yeah. it's just the reputation's already there. Yeah, that and every time he's... Even if he's not directing a movie, if he's involved in it in the slightest bit as a producer, it's from the producer who brought <laughs> you. And it's like... I don't fucking care. The producers <laughs> usually don't have anything to do with the outcome of the film unless they're control freaks. Yeah, they're mainly like financing it or pushing it, yeah. like promotion-wise. They, they may have some conditions here and there. Yeah. Like, I get that. But yeah. only the ego-driven like producers are the ones who are like, oh, from the mind, from the producer that brought you whatever. You know, like, it's annoying shit like that. Yeah. It saturates the project before the product project has ever even like shown to anybody yeah because people already have the expectation like oh fuck yeah they're like if he's producing it what the fuck is this gonna be yeah like it it doesn't matter the involvement anymore it's there was a point where i'm trying to think of a good nicholas cage had a very clear dip in quality in films for a while yeah and now it's starting to go the other way Mm -hmm. but like there was a long period of time where it looked like no one wanted to work with him yeah because of diminishing returns and stuff like that. Yeah, and he had a bunch of debt, I guess, and he had to do all these shitty movies yeah. to pay debt off. And, and then it ended up paying up, uh, paying out for him very good recently. Yeah, and I think his first like critically acclaimed movie in a long time was Pig. That was like, Pig. the first one, and then out. I heard talent. I heard good things from uh, Willie's Wonderland. I also heard good things from Prisoners of the Ghostlands or Badlands or whatever. Oh yeah. It was. Uh, and then you also, obviously, yeah, uh, the unbearable weight of massive talent is going to do him huge numbers. Because yeah. what what is it sitting at right now? I haven't even checked. I'll, I'll look is at it, it out officially? Uh, I'm pretty sure it came out like two weeks ago. Oh, shit. Uh, let me see really fast because I know I seem out. I forgot. Still pretty good. Yeah, it was good. Yeah. It was just, it was sitting at 100 that first week and I was yeah. so excited for it. <laughs> um, I That is one of the... More recent Nicolas Cage films that I really, really, really want to watch. Especially because he said he didn't want to watch it initially when he was doing press. 
Yeah. Because he's like, it's super uncomfortable to watch you play yourself. Right. Like, you have to go to a... As, as weird as it sounds, like, you wouldn't think someone like that would have to go somewhere in their head to make it. Because, hey, just act like yourself. Like, shit should be fine. Yeah. But he's put so many over-the-top portrayals of him that people have a different view of what he is in his head or in their mind. So it's like, he has to bring himself as well as like this over the top bullshit that he's done for the last 30 almost 40 years yeah because first movie i remember him being in was fast times at richmond high and he's not in it in it he's Mm -hmm. a fucking cook in the background yeah and he's credited as nicholas coppola yeah so it's way way back Mm -hmm. um i definitely wouldn't want my career I really feel like I sound shitty when I'm saying it. I wouldn't ever want to overexpose myself to that degree where I would have to do anything. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah. That's what I want to be. Like I want to be like that kind of like how Kendrick Lamar is to like music where he like drops something then goes away. 2017? 17. And then when he comes back, you don't even need to promote anything. It's just like, it'll be everywhere. That's one thing. Like I've noticed like, him and Cole had a very similar frequency of output until after Damn. And then people are going to give me shit for this too. <laughs> I feel like Cole's quality has dropped. It has. Oh, I didn't even like KOD a whole lot. I was cool with a few songs, but they got real tired real quick. Yeah. I loved For Your Eyes Only. But even then, I don't think that was on the same level as uh, 2014 Forest Hills Drive. No, that was his last great album. Yeah. And um, yeah, For Your Eyes Only was pretty good. Folding Clothes was a stupid song. I just love the concept of For Your Eyes Only. Yeah. Like, it, it was more beautiful than it was, like, a great set of tracks. Yeah. Like, the idea of it was better than everything else. Yeah. So. And Drake could easily be an artist like that that could drop something and then go completely away. Mm-hmm. But he doesn't. He just drops, drops, drops. Yeah. And his quality is starting to go down, too. I do agree. Even though that. I like so- songs on every album he drops, like his last great album was Nothing Was the Same. And that was in 2013. I mean, I know I do agree with you. I just know that some people will be like, well, uh, what was it, Scorpion? Scorpion, that was, yeah. It had like every track on it was it in hit. the top on Billboard. Yeah. For, even the like in-between shit. Felt like it was all on the billboard for like two months and people were freaking out. Yeah, and that wasn't a bad album because after Nothing Was The Same... Did you like Nothing Was The Same? Uh, What was on that one? I can't say that. Um, I remember exactly. You had... uh, Started From The Bottom was the biggest song on there. Um, You had... I did did like that era. Yeah, that era. That that album. And then after that, um, the album after that was Views. Okay. Which wasn't... It was alright. So... But Take Care is a classic album. I don't know if you ever heard Take Care. Uh, that's like that's further back, isn't it? That's his second album. Yeah. That was 2011. Okay, that sounds right. Yes, this is Star From The Bottom, Worst Behavior. A lot of these songs, like Hold On, We're Going Home. You've heard okay. that song. Oh, yeah. Oh, way too many fucking times. Yeah, and a lot of these songs aren't even like singles. Like A lot of them are just like straight like... This was like the last time he like rap rapped. Yeah. And had like... I don't, know. I don't want to say he had meaning behind it because his stuff still does, but like, you know, like that conscious kind of rap feel. Yeah. Yeah. No, 100%. I will say one of my favorite things is when he gets in beef. Yeah. He's not someone you would expect to be very good. I like, don't, he goes in. <laughs> he does. Like uh, the shit he had with uh, 
what's his name? I obviously make mill shit was amazing. Like go the back to back. That's I was surprised. I was like, Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> I was really surprised by uh, his response to meek mill. But, uh, the other dude, push T. Yes. Because both of their tracks back to each other were pretty good. But I think Pusha got the, just the slight upper hand on. That yeah. One. Um, but I don't know. It, it, it is crazy to see like the way different celebrities handle their career and their output. Because like, honestly, I've been more happy listening to features from Kendrick these last couple years than I have been listening to most albums. Yeah. Because, like, he's a lot more selective about who he'll feature on than a lot of artists seem to be. Yeah. Because he did two features for Baby Keem, which got me really into Baby Keem, and then that opened up a whole new door for me. Like, that dude is fantastic. Mm -hmm. And that's his cousin, I believe. Yeah. So, like, stuff like that's cool, but... I don't know. I, I I definitely would try to push whatever I'm doing to more of like a two year schedule. Yeah, yeah. Um, would you want to stick to one genre? Or would you want to actually like jump around? Because that's I'd, one thing a lot of people seem to pigeonhole themselves in. I'd like to stick to a genre for like a couple movies, and then that's when you really like hit people over the head with something different. Yeah, because I think it's kind of cool to like stick with like even. Like, I don't know what Disappointment Boulevard is going to be, but I heard it's more comedy, mm-hmm. but still dark. It looks way different than his yeah. last two films. So that'll be something different because you're so used to like one thing. Mm-hmm. And that. so, yeah, I, I definitely want to switch around. I think horror would be like the main thing. Horror and drama. I agree. I think it'd be harder for me to do a comedy. I could do a comedy, but finding realistic um, stories to do a comedy around would be the harder part. Yeah. Because like... You don't want to do the same tired bullshit that everyone's brought up for the last 15 years with hangover films. Like, how many fucking... Like, variations of that? Yeah. Because you got that, then you got, like, the... I... Uh, what was that one with Kevin's... Uh, Kevin Hart? Like, I... It's not... I think I want to get married or something like that. One of those movies. Yeah. Uh, I think, like, Terrence Howard was in it, and maybe Tay Diggs. Uh, but... Like they're decent films, but they all have to move whatever they're doing from the last movie to a centralized location in Vegas so they can have a, oh shit, where'd they go type of story. Just like fucking Hangover. Same thing with Bridesmaids. Yeah. It's, I get that there's variations that make things exciting and new here and there, but I'm so tired of the same fucking story. Yeah. So that's one thing I would try to avoid. Yeah, for sure. Um... Like, cause even like with this next short film that we got coming, I keep saying it's coming, but I keep, I keep <laughs> writing. Um, it's, there's like comedic elements to it, but it's not like a comedy. Yeah. Like initially what I thought it was going to be. Mm-hmm. It's more, it's definitely not really, it's not horror either. It's more drama than anything else. Yeah. And I really want to one day do like a sci-fi like type of movie. Not like in space sci-fi, but like have kind of like a Dave and Cronenberg kind of like vibe. Okay. Yeah. If you had... So let, let's say you build a career for 12, 15 years. And people are like, dude, I've really fucking liked what you've been doing. Franchise from the last 50, 60 years. Make a sequel. Alien. Mm even though no one else has been able to get it right. <laughs> yeah, I'd do it. 
That'd be a fucking big risk. Yeah. Because like, I love like the Alien franchise and like the lore and everything about it. I, I, I could fucking do it. That's fair. Yeah. And like, don't get me wrong, they're great movies, but it has such a like stringent and loyal fan base that they get mad at fucking Ridley Scott. I know. Well, he did fucking butcher it. Prometheus was like, I like Prometheus mm-hmm. a lot, but once it got into it being like, this is how the xenomorphs were like made, it kind of like, I don't think we really needed to know where the xenomorphs came from because mm-hmm. it kind of, it makes them scarier when you don't know. Yeah. Um, so what did you think about that uh, reveal or the potential that could have been revealed? I think they uh, ch- they cut it. The space Jesus thing. Space Jesus. So they were going to explain Jesus as a creation of the... The space jockeys? Prometheus stuff. Yeah. And he was sent to Earth to, like, shepherd humans. I would have liked that. That would have been wild as fuck. But they were basically like, we sent him to help you and you fucking kill them, you assholes type of story. I've been interesting. Right? Like, that's something that he legitimately, like, I guess they actually filmed and stuff. A lot of people, especially in America, would not have been happy with that. Oh, no. No, oh, no, 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 no. no. Oh, no, no. <laughs> that wouldn't have gone down good in the Bible Belt. Oh, yeah. You'd have Westboro at your door. Yeah. 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 That'd but that's scary. interesting. What I would do, I would tell a story. I would completely get rid of, i do like the retcon thing. i get rid of three and four in Resurrection. Like resurrection mm-hmm. And I'd tell a story like in between Alien 1 and Aliens. Because okay. Aliens takes place 50 years after Alien. And I'd kind of like be like tell a story inspired by alien isolation okay. where you tell a story of like her daughter trying to find her does, but i'd go a different way than the game does aliens is basically alien too it's right? the second one yeah is, is that the one where newt dies no newt dies in the beginning of the third one it was fucking stupid yeah just out of nowhere yeah it's ridiculous yeah um so that's why i'd retcon that shit yeah no that's and i know that's one thing that a lot of people <laughs> were pissed about because they're like she's like the heart and soul of is it the first one or the second one Second one. Second one. And they just, very beginning, just yeah. fucking so, throw her away. Yeah, the either, same way they did in the most recent Terminator movie. Yeah. So either I would... Aliens. Okay, that makes sense. More revolved around, like, Newton shit. That makes a lot yeah. of sense. But if Fede Alvarez actually has an alien movie coming out soon, he's going to start making one. Nice. So, and Ridley Scott approved it, too. How was Covenant? It was not good. Not good? No. Really? It's Even a with- really beautiful looking movie, but... It's not good. Danny McBride ha- seemed like he had so many good ideas for that shit, and then I just kind of like... Yeah, it's like... Because the way Prometheus ended, you get like the the prototype, basically, version of a xenomorph. Mm-hmm. Remember at the end when he comes out? Yeah. He's blue and shit. It seemed like an alien covenant that kind of like rushed into giving us the xenomorph that we all know. Mm-hmm. And their explanation for it is that uh, Michael Fassbender, who's an android... He was actually stuck on this planet, and he's the one who created the xenomorph that we know now by combining certain elements. It was <laughs> stupid. That's wild. Yeah. Um, like I said, shit like that, you don't need an explanation. No. That's why. Which is why Rob Zombie's Halloween and the grand scheme of things didn't work, because I mean, you don't need a backstory for Michael Myers like that. Yeah. So, shit like that. Characters like that don't need one. I understand why he did it. Yeah. But So, you wouldn't try to touch a Batman? You wouldn't try to touch... None of that. The, uh, Alien would be the first one I'd go for, but I definitely want to touch Batman. Pause. Touch Batman <laughs> um, at some point. That's fair. 
Because I think there's a lot of shit you could do that hasn't been done still. Absolutely. Yeah. See, and like, I'm not even going to go with my obvious one. Yeah. Yeah. It's, we've talked about it on here enough times. I love Green Arrow, but. Something outside of the box. Yeah. I mean, and as much as I'd love to go for something like Star Wars, that's fucking, that's so far in the dirt anymore. I don't even want to touch it. I have ideas for that too. I mean, it would be fun, but like, that wouldn't be my go-to. Yeah. Honestly, Teletubbies, a live action movie. Yo, no, a dark version. I don't. I honestly, like, I'm trying to think of something that would <coughs> necessitate an actual sequel. Because, like, good franchises have clear endings. Yeah. And then there's Star Wars or Saw. <laughs> oh. Could you retcon any of that shit? Honestly, you probably could after three. Because three kind of has. If a lot. I was allowed to retcon everything after three, yeah, I'd probably <laughs> go for Saw. But I don't know, man. It's honestly like I didn't think about it at all before I asked you. I, any genre. Any genre at all. Any genre, any franchise. Any franchise that you think kind of went off the rails after a certain point. See, and the fact that it has to be a pre existing. Uh, or it doesn't even need to be a franchise. Like a one-off movie that happened that you think could make a sequel. Okay. Okay. You're going to roll your eyes, but I'd make a sequel or at least a good version of The Phantom. Okay. So would it be a sequel or would it be like a reboot? I would try to go for a sequel with Billy Zane as like a... Anthony Hopkins and Zorro. Okay. Where he's basically raising his son to become the next Phantom. Okay. Would you make it, like, what's the tone? You still going, like, comedic? I would go slapstick. You'd go slapstick? I would go almost as corny as the original. Wow. It would play better now because it would be tongue-in-cheek. Okay. Um, whereas back then, that was straight face goofy. <laughs> like, like You knew what it was. Yeah. Whereas, like... <clears throat> you i just i hate the whole gritty reboot bullshit like it's fun for certain movies i don't think it would work for that no it's something that you kind of got to keep that spirit alive from the first one but do it tongue-in-cheek don't do it it, it, it doesn't need to be in your face so it'll be more in the vein of like kick-ass yes okay yes uh especially like a struggling what are they called mentees <laughs> apprentices okay uh something something like that like uh what would have been exciting in attack of the clones that actually would have gotten me into it more was if maybe anakin struggled more yeah because he just seemed like a shithead <laughs> there was really no clear-cut like progression for his character yeah. he kind of went from being a kid to being an asshole with no explanation to being what he was in three with no explanation. There was really no like trajectory. And even with that all said, three is still like flawless. I love three. That's my favorite one. It's fucking amazing. Yeah. That one. I can't find anything wrong with. No. I mean, yeah, there's like nitpicks and shit, but um, there's some shit that people don't, don't like that. I like too. If I can nitpick at Batman and still feel like that's like one of my new favorite movies. I can nitpick nitpick at 
Revenge of the... Revenge of the... Oh, my God. I can't fucking talk. Revenge, Revenge of, of the, the Sith. Dick. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, yeah. Revenge of the Dick. He was a dick. <laughs> he was a dick. Um, Last Jedi, I thought legit before it came out, it was going to be the best Star Wars movie of all time. I left on such a high out of that theater. I was so happy. And then, like, as I was leaving, like, you start to notice the implications of the franchise, and you're just like, they fucked everything up. You start sitting at home, and you have a bunch of equations going around your head. <laughs> you're, like, you're like, ah! <laughs> but another film to go. That's, like I said, they didn't have a clear-cut plan to be, no. like, I don't, like I've always said, movies like Star Wars and, like, comic book movies, I don't know why they make it harder than it should. Oh, yeah. Like, oh. it should not be hard. And not to mention that, something that's never touched on in Rise of Skywalker, where the fuck did those books go? Oh, yeah. Ever. Yeah. At all. Yeah. Sorry. It was too focused on fixing shit from the last one that they then didn't do Then at least touch on new. every... Like, it just fucking... It's irritating. Yeah. Like, I did like... There's cool shit in it. Yeah. Last Jedi, I think, was well shot. And apart from the things that they changed from, like... <coughs> like, the whole raise parentage thing was fucking stupid. Like, you build that up for it to be that? Yeah. I'm like... It, it's one... It, it would be one thing if they actually followed through with it, too. Like, it just made it that much worse. And when they're like, doesn't make sense. If you're going to give your directors carte blanche and let them do whatever they want, and you have literally looked at the script, you've seen what he's going to do, you've seen every cut coming out of here, yet you're still going to be that reactionary, it's a little ridiculous. Yeah. Wish we would have gotten Colin Trevorrow's movie. Yeah. At least at that point... It's the original intended process yeah. that the saga was supposed to take. The only character that has a legit character arc was Kylo Ren. Oh, He's dude. the only one that like goes through a journey. Oh, yeah. He's fantastic. Yeah. He easily the best part of all, all yeah. of those films. And Last Jedi is the best looking Star Wars movie of all time. Also, Oscar Isaac was very wasted through all of those films. He was wasted. I feel like John Biego's wasted. Yeah. Uh, Ray, she, she had like a character and, arc, but it wasn't, it was like forced towards the end because they had a fiction. Oh, yeah. And how are you going to give John Boyega a story arc in Rise of Skywalker where his whole thing the whole time is he's trying to tell Ray something and he still doesn't fucking tell her by the end? Yeah. You have to literally find out what it is through interviews afterwards. The fucking worst thing they did, too, they fucked over, uh, the actress who plays Rose. Oh, yeah. They really fucked her. Yeah, they did. I felt bad for her. She had to delete Twitter after Rise of Skywalker came out. Uh, Not Rise of Skywalker, no, after Last Jedi. Jedi came out. Yeah. She was, was getting fucking hate. Completely unwarranted. Yeah. Like, I didn't think she was <coughs> a problem in the film almost at all. I mean, like, I, I thought, can see why she felt kind of like introduced this secondary story that didn't need to be in the movie when they went to the Harry Potter Canto by uh, <laughs> planet. Yeah. It was just like, and, and then I, what was that line at the end? This is the only way we beat them, not by fighting the things we hate, I, by saving the things we love. And then I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'm like, um, come on, bro. See, dude, I think that's also problematic because a lot of people were kind of pushing for a romance either between Kylo and Ray or Finn and Ray, so it didn't make it. That's always what it was going to be anyway. Yeah, so I'm like, introducing another character is automatically going to piss people off that gives another option to one of those characters because people fucking for some reason love love triangles i think they're one of the most annoying things in film yeah and i there's not a star wars movie that doesn't have 
a love story within it. And I'm fine with a love story. I'd be nice to see one without like without one. I'd be cool with that too. Yeah. It's uh what was the most relieving? Uh before Spider-Man. Like good too, not Thor Ragnarok. There was no love story. I guess there wasn't. And it's fucking all the better for it. Yeah. Every Thor movie before it had the love story in it. And yeah. It fucking sucked. Yeah. Which really kind of scares me now that I'm yeah. saying that out loud. Apparently Thor is underrated. I haven't went back to watch the first one. Disagree. Okay. I mean, I'll watch it again and let you know next week, but. Because no. I know the second one was trash. The second one was awful. Yeah. You can't find anybody who will stand up for that film. <laughs> uh, kid. Yeah. The <laughs> fucking gray elves. Fucking Yeah. <sighs> I hate elves. See, like, I will say Thor, I will say at least I'm happy they came out with it because A, it's a great character, and B, it was an introduction for the Avengers. Yeah. So, if nothing else, it did its job. Thor the Dark World fucked with continuity all over the place because it gave a bullshit explanation for him returning for Avengers, and then... It was just so dark and dreary the whole fucking time. It wasn't any... F- I, I can't believe I'm saying it. wasn't even like a cool kind of dark. Yeah, it, it wasn't any fun either. It was just... It was, a, was while they were in Asgard about halfway through. Other than that, it's a paint-by-numbers superhero film. It's kind of crazy. It took them three movies to figure out the character. I mean, they fucking killed it with that third one, though. Yeah, and they finally got it. Yeah. That's not what he was supposed to be the whole fucking time. Yeah, led into a perfect uh, Infinity War in game yeah i mean he had hints of that side in the first lore yeah but getting the right director to unlock that shit was yeah it was key yeah um that and like i'm actually i know i said i'm still kind of scared of a love story in a thor movie if anybody can do it right it's taika yeah he knows the character better than marvel apparently so right and i mean I don't know if he's ever really been portrayed as uh, comical other than in that movie. And I don't afterwards. think he was ever a comical character in the comics. Yeah, not in the comics. Yeah, he's always serious. Yeah. But this works more, at least for this universe. Yeah. I'm sure in another like 50 years when they reboot everything, they'll have a serious Thor that works too. Oh, and I'm sure. And I'm not saying it couldn't have even worked with Hemsworth because yeah. he's a good actor. Yeah. Like, Honestly, a lot of the stuff he does out of the MCU is a lot better than what he does in it. Yeah. Like, uh, do you ever watch, uh, what's that one where they're uh, Formula One racers? Oh, Rush. Yeah. Never like, seen it. I like that one. It was actually really good. He lost a lot of fucking weight for that film, though. Yeah. Like, I feel bad for how much fucking trauma he puts his body through getting big and small and big and small and big and small. It's just it doesn't Tom Hanks healthy. got diabetes. <laughs> yeah. and But people still do it. Yeah. I don't. I don't think I would ever want to roll that much. Like, getting know. in shape would be one thing, but getting in shape and then getting to a sickly, like, machinist weight. <coughs> that's dangerous. Yeah, it's fucking scary. Yeah. Like, that's on the verge of death to the point where you look like you're dying. It's crazy, because he did that, and then he after that movie, he had to immediately go into workout for bad. Yeah. He gained, like, 80 pounds of pure fucking muscle. Yeah. Uh, uh, I saw this last week in an interview. Uh... I almost said fucking Alexander. Alexander Skarsgård. I almost said it. Alexander Gustafson. He's an MMA fighter. Mm. Um, Alexander Skarsgård put on 26 pounds of pure muscle for it. the Northmen. And it's very visible. It's fucking nuts. Yeah. Um, 
I don't even remember how we got here. Uh, you were talking about the Phantom because that's the one you were oh, going to redo, yeah. and then it just went off from there. Yeah, which yeah. is fine. <laughs> but yeah, no, I think that would be the way I would go. Who would you cast as the son? And what? Get to reuse him. He's only and like late 50s. Maybe 60s now? Let me see. Because Titanic has, was in the 90s. Yeah, he has to be the same age as Kate Winslet and Leo. Roughly. Yeah, and they're he only... He even looked a little older than them. And Leo is only like 48 right now. Okay. So Billy Zane is 56. Okay, so about 60. So um, who's Kate Winslet? She's probably she? early 40s. 46. 46. Okay. As old as my parents. Um, If I were to cast a son for Billy Zane's Phantom... It'd have to be Kid Cudi. Honestly, I wouldn't be like I wouldn't mind like a new. It sounds weird when I put it that way. A twist, a, a racially twist? diverse uh, McFlurry offspring. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I I really don't know though. I, I'd probably go. Someone exciting would be uh, I can't. I Taren can't think Edgerton. of his, No, no, someone completely new that you'd be like, okay, I've never heard you say his name out loud. Um, he's from the TV show Umbrella Academy. Oh, the um. The kid. It's not at all who you think it is. Because in the stories for the Phantom, <laughs> the parents basically push the kids away when they're young so they can get educated and go to Ivy League school. So they'd have to be a little bit older. David Castaneda. David Castaneda. Which one is that? Oh! Okay, I clicked it. Right. This homie. Oh, okay. Not at all who you thought it was going for. I thought, yeah, I was Um, thinking of that. I don't like Tom Hopper as an actor anymore because of the Resident Evil movie. So that was a no-no. Oh, that's him? (laughs) Uh, Yeah, he's uh, that guy. Yeah. Who plays uh, fucking, what is his name? This is the guy I thought you were talking about. Aiden Gallagher. He's a decent actor. Yeah. But I wouldn't want to go that young. Okay. Uh, He'd be a good Robin. Oh, I... Oh... He'd be a really good. He's too Jason. old to be Dick Grayson. He'd be a really good Jason Todd, though. Yeah, that'd be fantastic. Like honestly, you could tell a really good story with Dick Grayson, uh, Timmy, and then him as Jason Todd. Basically, almost like visually, they're fairly similar, especially with that hair. Yeah, you could almost tell like a perfect, "Hey, I'm replacing you with a fuck you" kind of person. Yeah, like. As a middle finger to Dick Grayson. Mm-hmm. That'd be kind of a cool way to twist it. That'd be interesting. Um, have you still not watched Umbrella Academy? No. You need to get I on that shit, bro. <sighs> Third season's coming out. I know. Gerard Way, bruh. I know. It's just a show. I watched a couple episodes uh, here and there because my sister watched the whole thing. And I just couldn't. wasn't doing anything for me. Yeah, I know that. It it just I'm surprised. Are we'll, you? Won't say that. We'll talk later. Um, <laughs> white people, clearly, <sighs> regrettably, indeed. So, I, is there? <laughs> I know we kind of touched on it at the beginning. Pause. <laughs> How do you think you would handle fame? Like legitimately, like, would you be the asshole who would like flaunt his money everywhere? And I wouldn't flaunt my money, but I'd be ignorant as fuck at first. <laughs> hey, give me an example. 
I'd fucking like make public videos and like just fucking like flex on people that talk shit about me or like doubt me and shit like that. And I'd I'd be in the tabloids for some ignorant shit. I would honestly try to see how my career would work without social media. I'd probably like turn off Facebook. I'd be a nuisance. I'd turn off Twitter. I'd turn off turn off Instagram, all that. I'd have Instagram because I like Instagram. I hate all social media. Mm. Like I just I'm not active on it enough to where like I actually enjoy it and it's it's toxic. Yeah, I think I might delete Facebook because at Facebook you'd have motherfuckers who you went to school with and shit, like trying to hit you up. Yeah. Trying to be like, hey, I'll suck your dick for a cheeseburger type shit. <coughs> I'd be like, sure. <laughs> sure, go for it. Yeah. I'll, but uh I'll give you a in and out burger. Yeah. I think I'd like take advantage of it at first and like really soak it in. And then after that, I'd kind of like become a mysterious person. I feel like I'd have imposter syndrome too much to actually do anything. Yeah, and it, at the end of the day, it's hard to say what I'd really do because I don't know. Yeah. Until I get it. I don't think I would change that much. I don't think I'd change. But, but the, it's crazy because you do see people that do. And it terrifies me because most of them say, I wouldn't change. Here's the difference though. Like, like I said, like me and you have been living like a normal life for a... Damn near 30 years. Long time. (laughs) And a lot of people did it, so. Yeah. That's fair. And honestly, it is amazing to me that there are certain, you can do certain things in your career and still have a career in Hollywood. Because I always thought, like, if you refuse to, like, kiss or something on screen, you wouldn't have a career. And largely, that has been the the way things have gone. But you do have special cases like uh, Neil McDonough, who refuses to kiss any woman on screen unless it's his wife. And uh, there was a TV show he got pulled off of, but like apparently, how was it? Not Desperate Housewives, but some show like that where there's like a lot of that. Grey's Anatomy? (laughs) No. Apparently, he doesn't do any like sexual anything in the entire show, and it's mostly ran on sexuality. Pussy. No, it's just his rule. Something he had written into his contract, and it's kind of surprising. Uh, what if I told you there's a scene like that involving your character in the new movie? I would fucking not be comfortable. Are you doing it? I need more uh, a it's one-on-one not, explanation. It's on top of the clothes stuff. On top of the clothes stuff. Does my pee-pee get touched? Yeah. And you had to make out with a chick. My wife will kill you. <laughs> no, I'm joking. It's not. I almost did. I was like, I don't think this would fly. You probably wouldn't. Have. Maybe if you were making a fat check from it, maybe it would fly. It'd be easier to convince her, but I think my wife would cut off my balls. Wow. Like, legit. <laughs> She's a psycho. What if it was a scene with uh, involving Ana de Armas? It never happened. You'd have to at that point. Like, no matter what the consequence, you'd have to. Like, that's something you don't turn down. I'm sorry. Me, yes. If I, even if I was married. Mm, I don't know, man. That is actually, honestly, a really hard question. Anna, I, I would like to say morally, I wouldn't do it. I mean, it's acting. I mean, yeah, it's acting, but you're still real life making out with a person. I'm still, <laughs> boing. <laughs> exactly. I'm like, it's like I'm not gonna get an erection while I'm making out yeah. with somebody. So, 
uh, my penis thinks it's still real. <laughs> so, <laughs> it has a mind of itself. <laughs> it's like, what? Like, my wife gonna be under the fucking camera the whole time, like, touching my shit to make sure I don't get hard? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know how I'd feel about the whole situation. Yeah. I'm also not in this situation, and hopefully I mean, I'll be the person saying, hey, you kiss, and I don't have to worry about yeah. it. Yeah. I mean, it happens, like, all the time with actors, and they're fine. I mean, yeah, but th- those are usually people who started acting from like childhood yeah. who had an understanding and agreement and met somebody else who had the exact same ideals. It's like when I had uh went to my first acting class back in 2018, mm-hmm. I had a scene with the partner and I, for- I forget her name now, but she was a little older than me. Uh, it was a scene where she had to like grab my face and kiss me. I didn't think she was actually going to do it and she fucking did it. And, and I, uh, I mean, I, I still it. went along with the scene because the scene went on for a little bit after that. Uh-huh. But I had to walk like, you know, like I'll be back. Yeah. Anybody got some tissues I can borrow? Yeah. But it happened. That's so, fair. Yeah. Hmm. It is what it is. Tease what to tease. I think she thought you were cute. Maybe I don't know. Did you ask for that number? No, I was too traumatized. I'm mean, not traumatized. I was like too. You're shocked. like she mouth raped me. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> she didn't ask permission. <laughs> yeah. I do not consent. <coughs> Cancel. Cancel. <laughs> you sure about that? Yeah. Okay. No. No. Maybe. Maybe. Okay. Um. I can't think of anything else. Life is like an amusement park. Elaborate. Sometimes you fall off the ride and die. <laughs> that is very rare. Yeah. To my knowledge, but it does happen on occasion. It's happened. Do you hear about the one where the dude like hopped the fence to go get his hat and he got decapitated yeah by someone's foot i think that's actually a stand-up special and dane cook talks about it dane cook or uh daniel tosh one of the two probably daniel tosh i think so yeah. i could be wrong though but either way i do remember them talking about that that's why i don't go to the fair like i've <laughs> all anything i'm not getting on a ride at the fucking fair why not the fair rides are fucking really exciting because you don't know if you're gonna exactly die. <laughs> that or lakeside my, my favorite ride to go on at the fair is uh the one that's like it's shaped like a spaceship and it just fucking spins you're like glued to the yeah, wall yeah no i'm not doing that <laughs> it's shit. so fucking rough bro because i don't know like should i not eat before that should i eat a little bit or? I, I wouldn't eat at all no i won't know okay i'm not doing it i've had soda before going on and that fucked with me for a while you throw up no i didn't but i got close i got very spew, close you spew into this fucking every time i think of that i just think of uh what the baseball movie say i'm never seen it are you fucking okay i'm not kidding i've never seen it episode my uh moving i do as history well. i do as well i've never seen casablanca i know ne- i've I. never seen um Lawrence of Arabia. I've never seen Breakfast at Tiffany's. Never seen Breakfast at Tiffany's. I've never seen Deep Throat. <laughs> what is Deep Throat? I've never seen Debbie Does Dallas. What is Deep Throat? It's an old school like, porno movie that was very popular. I was surprised you never heard of it. <laughs> no, we talked about this on the last podcast. Yeah, it's very relevant in pop culture. Everyone talks about it. Except you, apparently. I've never seen any of the Godfathers. How far does a girl have to go to untangle her tingle? Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah, it was the fucking forefront of the golden age of porn back in the day. Hmm. Ooh, you know what movie sounds interesting that came out recently? Showgirls? 
Licorice Pizza. Oh, yeah. It's supposed to be really good. Uh, people were bitching about a scene in the movie where this guy does like this like Asian like um, impersonation. Stereotypical Asian impersonation. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen the movie, so I don't know the context of it. But I'm like, come on. You watched that TV show Good Trouble, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Mariana. You, so you know the Asian chick that does stand-up? Yeah. You remember the episode right after she does stand-up and the guy comes up to her with the soda? I think I remember. And what he says to her? What What did he say? I don't want to say it. I'm gonna... <laughs> like, use syllables. Like, the first letter of each word. CCB. I'll say it. If I get canceled, I get canceled. canceled. It's out of context. Yeah. Either way, though, he says... He starts cocking back the drink and he says, Ching Chong, bitch. <laughs> he fucking throws it in her face. Oh, I remember that now. <laughs> I was like, yeah. oh my God, what yeah. the fuck? I was like, this is on ABC, dude. Yeah, I remember that. Or uh, season, Freeform. Season Freeform. four is on right now. That's what my wife's watching. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm a couple episodes behind, but yeah. Because it's on uh, Hulu. Hulu. Yeah, there's a lot of attractive women in that show. I will say I really did like uh, what Mariana. I really did like during Hell Fosters. But what's yeah. the other sister's name? Uh, the main one in Good yeah. Trouble. Um, the from the Fosters. Why is the name escaping me? Um, uh, I don't. know. I thought she was attractive. She's very attractive. But I didn't know she was British. She's Australian. Oh, uh, yeah. Really? Yeah. Or she loses the accent I, a little bit. I've heard it a couple times. What is her fucking name on Go. the show? Go. No. What is her fucking name on the Cass- show? No, not Cassie. No. It's a C. Why the fuck am I losing it? Why the fuck am I losing it? No. Uh, bro, I'm gonna be pissed once I see it. Is yeah. she not in the show as much as everybody else? No, she's not in the show anymore. What the fuck happened, Callie? Callie, fuck! And it was a C. <laughs> What? Yeah, she got written out of the show. Oh, I don't watch the show. I just know. Oh, well, I, I caught a glimpse of it the other she day. She got a new job watching. in, in uh, I forgot what state it was. So she flew out and she now she's moving on and now uh, she's out of the show. That's fair. That's fair. Good show. I can't think of anything else she's ever been in. Callie? Yeah. She's I in an A24 film. An old like A24. One of the original A24 films. Name it. <laughs> Forget the name. <coughs> Let's see. So the actress's <laughs> real name is Maya Mitchell. Hell yeah. Uh, an Australian singer, songwriter, and actress. How old she is? Oh, she's older than us. She's a year older than us. I'll take it. Just guy. I love older women. <coughs> oh. Filmography. It is called Never Going Back from 2018. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, it's an A24 film. It's distributed by A24. Never saw it. Um, can you think of... Who is your favorite uh, foreign actor that does fantastic accents? A foreign actor that does fantastic accents? Like, that's so fucking odd question. <laughs> I know, but uh, it, I mean, it's very specific because you got your Daniel, Daniel Day-Lewis's. He's foreign, isn't he? British. I feel like I was gonna say. I feel like he's at least British. At least. At least. Uh, <coughs> Daniel Radcliffe does decent as an American. Yeah, Vin Diesel. 
in what? He's Brazilian. In real You're life. so full of shit. He is. Yeah, but he sounds the same way in every no. fucking movie. No, no, Name no, 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 no. One. The Iron Giant. No, 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 no. Name no. one more. <laughs> Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, fuck off. He says the same three <laughs> things over and over again. I'm Groot. I am Groot. Is that what he says when he's coming? Does he come? I am Groot. I am Groot. <laughs> does do it? Does it do it? Come. That's a cool shirt idea. <laughs> it would be such a perplexing shirt because you have Groot just like doing should, this. We should make a series of those shirts to say "Do a tree come," and then have one with an exclamation point, and one with a question mark, so it says two different and things. One with a period. <laughs> do a tree come. <laughs> do a tree come, and do a tree come. <laughs> it bad. TM. TM, do a tree come. Do a tree come. That's a fucking, that's cool. That's fucking cool. C-U-M? Yeah, I'm putting C-U-M. You have to. That'll be beautiful. Yeah, do a tree come. We We are announcing our first line of t-shirts on Thwack Jack. Yeah, we're releasing that shit on Earth Day. (laughs) No. When is Earth Day? We already passed. Fuck! So we got a year. Yeah. Do a tree come. Do a tree come. (laughs) (laughs) Do they? They have to come I don't in some form. I think they do. They produce asexually, so I don't know. So they come on themselves. I know a lot of people who are asexual. How is anybody asexual? Involuntarily. Involuntarily? What do you mean? No one will fuck them. Oh, you're talking about me. Oh, that was not what I was going for. No, I for. know who you're talking about. I was about. going for incels. Who are you talking about? I know who you're talking about. Who are we talking about? I'm not going to say the I'm name because saying- that's fucked up. <laughs> I'm just saying people in general. Oh. I'm really curious as to who you're talking about. I'll tell about. you after. Are you talking about justice? Oh, fuck. <laughs> Sorry. Eh. Do a tree come. Hey, justice. Do a tree come. I word the camera's not on. I keep looking at the camera. I know <laughs> I do. killing me. <laughs> yeah, do a tree come. I know I do. On the back, it says, I know I do. <laughs> Yes, that'd be beautiful. <laughs> Where would we wear these shirts? Just anywhere. We're gonna get so many fucked up looks. Do a tree come? Especially, oh, I know I do. Kids are gonna be like flabbergasted at what the fuck does your shirt mean? So should we put C O M E to make it more subliminal? I don't know. Do a tree come? I think we should just go with the C-U-M. Okay. It's problematic, but I like it. Yeah. Yeah, you got three versions. The period, the question mark, and the exclamation point. Oh, and you should, it should be a picture of a tree with a sap tapper in it. How it, like, drips sap. Oh. <laughs> Make it dirty. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. That's beautiful, man. Do a tree. Oh, we got our first shirt design. Yes. I like it. That's beautiful, man. Yeah. Ah, Wow. Wow. It's amazing. It is. Um, do you have anything else to say for this week? I don't. Uh, neither do I. So. Do it. My name is Anthony Stevens. My name is Damien Leba. <laughs> if you don't mind, follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, <laughs> TikTok. Yeah. And especially YouTube. Why am I still looking at the camera? It's you're such just, a habit now. You're so used to it. You're so used to you looking at the <coughs> camera. Even though it's not fucking on. Make sure to like, subscribe, and comment on all of those. Um, 
And make sure to listen to us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Make sure to like, rate, and subscribe on those. It really helps us reach out to other viewers, and we really appreciate it. And we will see you guys next time. Peace. Peace.